Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin and I'm going to get you guys ready for uh, the day, the biggest day, honestly, of the season to this point. The Lakers are about to uh, play the Golden State Warriors in their play-in game. We saw last night uh, Boston win their play-in game and Indiana beat the absolute breaks off of New Orleans. More on those games here in a bit. Uh, We're going to start with what we need to know heading into this game and you know, the big news coming out of uh, the Lakers sphere is that Anthony Davis tells all of the media, hey, yeah, if the if if they need me to play the five in the postseason, I'm always down to play the five in the postseason. And yes, it is annoying that this is a talking point still, uh, given how much better the Lakers are, not just in a vacuum, but uh, how much better equipped they are to deal with Stephen Curry and the Warriors if AD is playing the five. Uh, so that's good to know. It's going to be interesting to see how quickly they go to that. And, and you know, it's, it's all going to depend on where Steph is and uh, how well Drummond handles him in space. In previous games, it hasn't gone very well. And I don't even think in those previous games Steph was being as aggressive, playing as aggressive as as he has been over the last month or so, and that's going to be something that everybody is is going to have their eye on. Is is Steph going to be willing to go out there and shoot 25 three-pointers? And if he does, how many of those is he going to make? Or are the Lakers going to be able to throw enough bodies at him to where that 25 number is closer to 15. Or if it's below 10, the Lakers probably win handily. That just means that the Lakers were able to get the ball out of his hands and just demand anybody else to beat him. The one difference, though, uh, between dealing with that uh, that way compared to other teams, say the, the, the Houston Rockets, for example, last year, is once Steph Curry gives up the ball, he doesn't stop moving. He finds another spot to get the ball from, and if you drop your hands or if you drop into the wrong coverage for even a half of a second, he's going to make you pay. So the Lakers are going to have to be super committed to running Steph off the three-point line as often as they possibly can and forcing literally anybody else to beat them. Elsewhere for the Lakers in the news, Frank Vogel says that LeBron is is good to go. The Lakers injury report right now is just LeBron and Anthony Davis being questionable. Obviously, both of those guys are going to go. And at least in theory, this is the healthiest the Lakers have been ever this season. Really, when you think about it, this is this is a different team, a different roster. So this is the first time since Andre Drummond came to <laughs> L.A., I believe that everybody will be available. So that's a good thing in the sense that against this Warriors team, you have Alex Caruso, you have Contavious Caldwell-Pope, you have Dennis Schroeder uh, to be able to throw at Steph in waves from the guard spot. You have Kyle Kuzma and you have LeBron James available for trapping. You have LeBron on the, on the weak side as a defender there to pick off hopefully the passes. The nice thing about, especially if Caruso or KCP are spending time on, on Steph Curry, if you're having a trap with uh, Caruso and any other kind of wing on the Lakers team, he has to throw the ball over the top of that trap, or he has to try to step through and throw bounce passes or something like that. If, if the Lakers are playing defense, uh, 
effectively and and their traps are the kind that really deters Steph, that's a lot of opportunities to maybe get out into transition. And for a team that has been missing as many guys as they have for as long as they have, uh, that that those transition opportunities are going to go a long way potentially in getting some kind of positive momentum at the beginning of the game. Everything, it, it, when you really think about it, it's kind of funny. The, the NBA spent so much time trying to find a way to build a team to defend against Steph Curry and to uh, compete against the Golden State Warriors. And obviously the league got a little bit of help with the injury bug. Klay Thompson not being there makes them a very different team. But the Lakers, as they're currently constructed, you could make the argument are are put together better than maybe any other team in NBA history to do exactly what they're looking to do tonight, and and that is defend Steph Curry. So that those are those are all the things that I'm going to be paying attention to the most. I think the defense is going to set the tone here. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, and uh, you, you have the Lakers as the best defense in the NBA, and I believe the Warriors are a top-five defense in the NBA. So this is going to be a bit of a struggle, which is kind of interesting when you consider how great LeBron is and how great Steph Curry is offensively. The other thing to keep in mind here in this one is how available Anthony Davis is to be the kind of pterodactyl that changes games defensively. And I thought uh, our Dr. Brar put a very good article together on just that. Uh, they, there's a lot of things that he takes a look at to just see how effectively Anthony Davis has been moving lately uh, and and whether that is the kind of thing that can continue. So you're going to want to check that out on, on silverscreenandroll.com as well. All right, really quickly before we get you guys out of here and 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 uh, get you ready for the other podcast that dropped today or last night, I guess uh, the Alexes got together with Brady Klopfer for Taco Tuesday to preview this game as well. The night before that, I had uh, I had Sam Isfariando, uh, Sam Isfariandi on to do that as well. There's a lot of hype coming into this game, and for good reason. This is a very exciting matchup. But yeah, I want to get you guys out uh, on on a couple thoughts from last night's game and whether some of those trends might continue moving forward. Uh, Both home teams won. Obviously, both home teams won handily. They are playing lesser teams. There's a reason they're playing at home. So Boston really takes care of Washington. Russ had a bad playoff game and and you had uh, (laughs) the Hornets basically just not show up for their game. So both of the home teams win, and I kind of wonder if that's the kind of thing, a a trend that might continue here. If so, obviously it really helps the Lakers. But when you think about it, obviously the better team is playing at home in in these games. Uh, All of these teams are exhausted. Yes, they aren't playing. They would be technically playing in game 73 instead of game 83 whenever whenever the NBA resumes their regular season but the games were more packed in together this year you had a lot more injuries to to key players and stuff so you have a lot of that going on so I kind of wonder if the home team trend is going to continue for all of these games when you consider the inherent advantage playing at home and obviously the the just the better team playing there if so that sets the Lakers up for a, a an interesting situation here moving into their second series or technically their first series against Phoenix. I, I, I like that matchup quite a bit.
Should the Lakers lose, they would go on to play uh, the winner of the Memphis-San Antonio game. Both Neither of those teams scare me all that much, and especially not in the same way that Steph Curry scares me in this matchup. Uh, but still, that's one game away from elimination, so you don't want to play with your food here. And I also think there's a lot of value in the Lakers just kind of coming out and sending a message to everybody, and especially to the Phoenix Suns, who they just beat, by the way, remember? And and, and so if they can go out there and send a message and, and beat Golden State handily, that would do a lot, I think, to remind the league, oh, yeah, that's right, they were the best team in the NBA before the injuries started piling up. And selfishly, it would make me feel better, make me sleep a little bit better tomorrow night. Uh, we do have some fun stuff planned for after this game. So uh, for starters, obviously, we're going to have another episode of the Lakers Lowdown. There is going to be a uh, recap podcast in longer form uh, with Sabrina and Jass and, and on the uh, I Love Basketball podcast. And then uh, also right after the game, before I record this even, uh, before I record Lakers Lowdown, I'm going to hop on Locker Room uh, via the Silver Skin and Roll account and and talk to you guys about it. I've I've done a couple of those things while I was still at Locked On, and it's a really fun way to have conversations with everybody. And I'm sure no matter how this game goes, a lot of people are going to have a lot of thoughts. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's and and hang on tight. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs>